1: Get to the good part. I'm Ryan. I'm John. This is Chris. Thanks for joining us again this week. Uh, this week, we talk about chapter nine of Ready Player One, the chapter in which we meet Artemis. Before we get started, uh, I do want to remind everybody that on July 28th, from 7 to 9 p.m., we will be broadcasting live from Sutry's High Gravity Tavern in downtown Knoxville, 4 to South Gay Street, for those of you that can join us. Um, we'll be doing a bastardized version of the Tomb of Wars. Obviously, we can't run through an entire D&D module in two hours. So we're going to be doing something a little bit different. For those of you who listened to the app, last episode or follow us on social media, you know exactly what we're going to do or have an idea. But we're going to be mixing the world of Ready Player One with the world of D&D. It's going to be a lot of fun. We hope you can join us. Uh, joining us that night will be somebody who's joining us tonight. Audrey, welcome oh, no. to the woo. show.
0: Hootie hoot.
2: <laughs> Hootie hoot to you.
0: And she's going to be hoody. playing. hoot, Audrey. Yeah. Percival. I was going ICP there. Yeah. No. Woo woo. Woo <laughs>
3: woo.
0: This is
1: off to such a great start. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Oh
0: man, are you glad you guys brought me on to I've derailed this completely oh no you've not even begun
1: to derail give yourself so much credit (laughs) we would have done this shit anyways though. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) The
0: record
2: yeah there's usually about 10 to 20 minutes between intro and the actual discussion
1: so we are on chapter 9 it's a chapter that begins with a very distinct line who the hell are you
3: (laughs) (laughs) can we get her to say the line Oh okay. Who yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, hey, miss- the
0: oh. hell are you? Who the hell are
3: Fifty you. Shades no, of Oasis. I gotta be
1: honest with you, the very first time that I read the book, it it took me back to this situation that honestly happened to me in high school. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a this is a godsend story. So there was one time my some my my parents were not around and my sister was having a party at the house and some girl who I guess didn't know me, I can't remember if she just like went to like one of the neighboring schools or whatever me and goes um who the hell are you
0: in your own house
1: and i was like i didn't know what to do i was like fucking stunned i was just like i, I was like i, I um, fucking live here. I, 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 no my were that should that should have been my response my response was i'm going to my room
0: <laughs> i'm right and she's
1: like oh no no who is this, you know, like, who knows this guy and blah, 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 and started bringing all these dudes in, so, like, these what? dudes were coming up and they were like, you know, who who are you? What are you doing here? I'm like, dude, I fucking live here. And, like, it took, it took a minute. It took a minute. Like, I was almost out my own door before my sister came and she's like, nah, that's my brother. <laughs> so, when I read this line, because that's such a fucking ingrained in me memory, the first thing I think of is, who the hell are you? And, you know, I probably should see a therapist. But
3: anyways, that's another, that's another I discussion that. for another time. Why did you I turn that on, him? Anybody you know else have damaging, damaging memories? <laughs> Let me show you who the, the hell am I? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my phone for a moment. Yes, police officer. Yes, I'd like you to come to the property I live at.
0: Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> Let wait. me
3: give you the address. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not right.
2: Yeah, you were like that's 14, right, style.
0: Like fourteen years old. You're not going to call the police
2: on your sister. He was probably like sixteen. Two. Okay, sorry. He that he he. Tail between his legs <laughs> the entire time. He was like, I'm sorry guys, see ya.
0: Guys, pull no, well, pull my head out of the okay. toilet.
2: First of all, my, my my
1: first thought would have been, Oh shit, I'm gonna get my ass kicked. Oh
0: yeah. man. <laughs> my own kingdom. My
1: my second thought would have been, fuck Ashley.
2: Oh you would no, I agree. You would have confronted Ashley the day after and been like, be like what the hell, man? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah.
0: Like an awkward breakfast. So that wasn't it, no, cool.
2: Yeah. It, it, well, you know, you, you would take a night to, like, think about, okay, how should I approach this? And then when it came to it, you'd just be like, oh, fuck. what the fuck, Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought about all this shit overnight, but really, just what the hey, fuck is that?
1: Well, no, I'm 34 now, so I shouldn't be thinking back on this and, like, angry, but I am. And I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> like, like I, shouldn't, I shouldn't still be, like, harboring any vitriol for this situation. should be like, ah, oh, kids will be kids. But no, like, I don't know why. Well, <laughs> That's really dysfunctional.
0: Brian, this is where we hash it out in a podcast live. That's right. Of what? <laughs> what better place
1: oh, yeah. to air, air my fucking grievances yeah. about my sister than live? Uh. Ash, if you're listening, sorry, bro.
0: Sorry. <laughs> sorry, bae. So
1: like reading this
3: chapter was a flashback for you is that we were basically <laughs> getting you're having like PTSD from your 16-year-old <laughs> self flashing forward over this book. Like, who the hell are you? Fuck this book. <laughs> <laughs> who
0: the damn hell it, are
1: you? Calls his sister
3: starts crying on the phone.
1: God damn it, why did you have friends like that? You know <laughs> what are you gonna be He's an after the therapist
3: rocking in his chair? This fucking book brought it all back. God.
1: Thankfully, thankfully, Artemis is not my sister.
2: Yeah.
3: (laughs) It's her friend.
1: So, (laughs) I've spoiled the surprise for you. Uh, The person saying, who the hell are you, is actually Artemis. uh, The subject of much of Wade's obsession over the past few years through the hatchery. Uh, She's a popular blogger amongst gunters. And she comes into... The tomb of horrors at this point it's revealed basically that wade is not in fact the first person who's found the tomb of horrors on ludus um that's something that i think goes unexplored in this chapter mm-hmm. there's really not a lot of discussion about the fact that or or like i i guess you know this in, this entire book is wade's inner monologue but there's really not a whole lot of coverage on the fact that he's not the first person that found this that should take him back a little bit, or at least strip his ego slightly, you would think.
2: I think it did, a little bit. But but what I did think about was uh what we discussed last chapter was just farming the shit out of that gold room, mm-hmm. the gold and silver room. Now, she's saying that she's been there, well, she says three weeks and then five weeks when she... uh, And she's a level 52, is that yeah. correct? So it's very possible that she not, well, those weren't her intentions to farm it, but in those five weeks that she's ventured into the Tomb of Horus has upgraded so much because of that. You know, she knows that it that it uh, resets at midnight, so she may have been farming it, you know? You know what
0: yeah, I but, wonder? Well, I was uh, just wondering why why the armor and the sword and all those things that he collected on that level were there for him. You know what I mean? Like once he was playing the game and everything, like he was collecting all this armor and she even comments on it. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why she wouldn't have collected that for the course of 5 weeks. Well, I think what
1: she's I think what what she's trying to say at that point is she's a level 52. Oh, yeah. She knows it. the armor and stuff that's like, you know, throughout, you know, throughout that module or got throughout it. that instance. So what she's saying is that was probably too low level for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, it's, it's like anything. I mean, like you've been working your ass off to get to, to that instance in the game. You're probably going to remember most, if not all things across, or taking notes um, j- just, just to know what you're going to come across. I, I want to get into, I want to, I, I want to I unpack that a little more later because we're kind of jumping the gun. We're, we're, we're Let's focus on the introduction of the... Sure. You would figure at the very beginning of this chapter would be the point where they would tackle the fact that, you know, like, Wade, you know, I mean, he's almost, you know, the first the first clue that came out, he, you know, what was it the... Uh, what's the fucking name of it? What did, what did he call it? The guy that found a clue, and he said that all, you know, a bunch of gunters had found it before that guy did. Oh, he yeah. he was the I first guess. one to come out Pender and say, guessed. what was the... A- Oh, Pendergast. yeah. Yeah, like pulled a Pendergast, you know. He, uh, you know, I mean, he kind of pulls apart Pendergast, you know, for, for coming out and saying that. That's for a slightly different reason, but you can see a little bit of resentment there in the competition, right? Now, it's interesting here that, you know, I mean, obviously he doesn't have as much resentment towards somebody that he's kind of pined after, you know, in one way or another.
3: Mm-hmm
1: but it's still kind of interesting that it doesn't really, it doesn't really strike me throughout this chapter that there's any shot to his ego. And I'm not saying because a girl found it first, but that anybody found it first. And you would uh, figure that there okay. would be like, 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 okay. because he, you know, I mean, he's, he's sort of, you know, he's, he, he knows all the lines. He's done all the digging.
2: This yeah. occurred to him. And he was like, Fuck, like, I found it. I think, I think the fact that he won beat, um, Aceric? what's, uh, a Sarac and obtained well, the copper key. Yeah. And then realized that it was Artemis is what prevented him from having that reaction. And, you know, the, like, I... Oh shit, I'm the, I did this first. Who the hell are you? It response? you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I think the fact that he got the copper key, he knows or doesn't, but I'm assuming he would, even though he's kind of, shocked by another person being in there. Uh He quickly realizes that Artemis doesn't have the copper key. So he's got one up on her. So I think that's what kind of prevents him from okay, see that reaction.
0: Saying. Plus he's in awe of her, you know, blog and being a follower for years and years. and You know, that's obviously going to...
1: Mm-hmm. You're right. He, like, he even says he's kind of starstruck.
3: Yeah. 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 He even says he has to break his paralysis by imagining that maybe this person isn't even a woman at all. But I think it's kind of cool that when you meet not only somebody that you're crushing on, but also have an enormous amount of respect for, I mean, you don't want to meet anyone else in that kind of situation. You know, there are just select few individuals that you would go, yeah, you know, that person's awesome enough to be here that you would expect to possibly run into them almost. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There are two things this reminds me of well, not reminds me of, but there were two things that came across to me in this part of the episode. One speaks to what you were talking about just now, Chris um and, and the first time that I read this uh read the book, I was kind of afraid that we were going to run into this situation. I feel like it would have been a really interesting take on the story <laughs> was um oh, what the fuck was his name from Empire Records? was it Rex?
0: Oh, yeah, Rex... Mantooth? Uh, somebody Google that shit real Are quick. Are talking
1: about... Uh, I'm sorry, I said that's Dorothy Mantooth. Fuck the man. No, Rex... Uh, You're talking Manning. about the... Uh, Rex Manning. Rex Manning. Like, I wondered if it was going to be... Because it, it would have been really interesting if, if Artemis was sort of a like a reverse Rex Manning. Where instead of it being like this, just like cocksure, ego, douchebag, like, it was a girl in the Rex Manning sort of you know, sort of character. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like that's what I like honestly. And she's like, a real the first person half is... of this chapter, I kind of expected like a Rex Manning kind of
2: character. Yeah. Really. I think what yeah.
0: makes her so attractive to him is that she is a real person that he could be friends with and respect, cheat the shit with, you know, and that's that's it, you know.
3: Because that, you know, you have you already know you have so much in common that there are a lot of levels that they could begin to interact on. And that, you know, for the moment, she's going to even give him the time of day to say, you know, who the hell are you? Is, you know, not only shocking, but also kind of like, holy shit, she's speaking to me. She wants to know who I am. Right.
1: So the second thing that occurred to me at this point in the chapter is she is dressed exactly like I would imagine Prince would dress in this fucking situation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. She She is the purple one in this situation. This is like oh, fucking skin suit, elvish sword, blaster pistols at the hip.
0: I re- yeah. I reread this today and I forgot her hair was like cropped and bright red. Like I thought it was long, you know. But it no, no it is. Cropped. It's a raven color. It's raven. Ra-
2: yeah, raven.
0: Oh, raven. But, yeah. Okay, okay. Not red. Right. Yeah. Sorry, That's good.
1: It's it's so raven.
0: That's so raven. <laughs> it's so raven. You know. <laughs> thank you, Ryan. Am I the only one that thought that? <laughs> Ryan did when
3: I, when I was originally reading. No, sir, English. I am as immature as you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I was originally reading through this, I was thinking Ellen Page, but when I was doing a little more research, Hit Girl from Kick-Ass, I won't say exactly matches yeah. this persona, but damn close. Yeah, I mean, you know,
2: uh, is she the same girl that is in Scott Pilgrim the World? Yes, Lil...
0: that's exactly who I yes. was thinking
2: of. that's who I thought of. Now, I don't know who's cast as her in the movie yep that's what i imagined I've stayed away from i've stayed away from imdb but that's who i yeah that's exactly what i thought of
1: chris what was the what was the name of the girl that goth brought up I, and he made uh, a really fucking good point
3: well was it uh was it a, a jordan it starts from real genius an- which is which he you know hits on later and maybe earlier
1: yeah but he made a really good point when he brought what's that um that it might have been modeled after that hold on well
3: Later on, when he's talking about how she interacts and how she talks, and she just kind of goes under this sort of sort of speed laced talking flipperty gibbet thing, uh it very much reminds me of Jordan from Real Genius, so I looked up a couple couple clips from the movie today, and it's just this sort of very quick and off the top of the head and not really controlling that flow of thought
0: really
1: Michelle mm
3: mm-hmm. mhm.
0: Is real genius. Is that how you 80s? pronounce her last name?
3: Mayrink.
1: Mm-hmm. Is it, it is Mayrink or Mary? Eighty-five.
3: I don't
0: remember that one.
1: Well, if you look up Michelle Mayrink, M E Y R I N K, like you look it up and you're like, holy shit,
2: like, yeah. that's. Is, is it Brie Larson? Is Brie Larson the girl I'm thinking of? And. Uh...
0: No, I looked it up. It's Mary Elizabeth from Winstead. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. And I, I could that see up. that too. Funny?
0: Yeah.
3: I was just thinking, you know, the guns. The purple, the cropped hair—you know—I was just like, yeah. that's practically the whole outfit, short of plate armor.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, you'll recognize mm-hmm. her the moment you see her.
0: Uh, back it up a bit.
2: I can't wow, see via through the screen because it's, it's like all a, like bright, a small but, sun. Uh, I,
0: <laughs> like a solar. Request. I've never seen.
2: No. I've never seen the movie, but I feel like they look very similar. They do.
1: Yeah, and her her mannerisms are, are are fairly similar. I mean, like it's it's obviously the character as a whole is borrowed from a lot of different sources. Yeah. I don't think it's one thing in particular. Well, it's got to be but, a
2: badass, sexy female character, right? Right.
1: And I, like, like again, you know, as much as I go back to it, I feel like this is a love letter too. As well. I really do, and I don't want to get too far into that again because I know a lot of people just. But I really do.
0: I I think again. The thing that made her so attractive to him was that even though she was so cool, she was vulnerable and dorky and a real person and a friend, you know, and that's what he was excited about. Like, and
1: he had was. something to talk to her about. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that 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 mm-hmm. kind of, you know, contributes to the point. But yeah, I mean, like he actually had something to talk about. Like
3: he had common ground.
2: Yeah, they shared the same main interest. She kind of sees through his book. OK, don't
3: <laughs> well, like, don't spoil this. it for me, man. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> Don't spoil the chapter. Jeez, Don't you guys have to, like bite your tongue. Like, if there's one to spoil person the you... fucking book, <laughs> Not if, if there's one person chapter.
1: you can't say that to, it's the one guy on the fucking podcast who has no idea what's going to happen after this chapter.
2: <laughs> I did get. I point. did guess Artemis though. I cut it out of the last episode. Well, but in, I did in the last it. episode. Oh. You didn't.
1: Here's like again to, to let in on this the reason the last episode was so delayed is we recorded it three times
3: <laughs> yeah
0: oh my god <laughs> I
1: think in one of those in one of them you mentioned that Artemis was probably it yeah, did you them. mention in the last episode yeah, I can't two remember.
2: of them I did I just cut it out of the last one
1: so there's a moment of pause here between Artemis and uh, and Parzival, uh which is interrupted by Artemis saying cat got your tongue I feel like her character shifts drastically Yes, as, as they start to like, you know, as they start to warm up to one another because she starts off like he, she appears like a real femme fatale kind of character, mm-hmm. you know? And then she plays it up, which I think is weird. It's almost like, like, I can't tell what part of this, this chapter he's fantasizing and which is exactly how it happened. Cause remember, we're hearing this through Wade's mind. Yeah. yeah if that makes any sense. I
3: don't know. No, it's, I think, I think the fact that, that she realizes that he has some leverage on her and then she has to humble up and say, look, I'm, I'm sorry. I was such a, you know, and you know, and that's, that's where the breakdown from the front that is Artemis to her as a real human being surfaces in, in that, you know, oh, come on, stick around. You know, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be such a dick. It's that kind of, that apology that kind of breaks into being human.
2: Yeah, I think they're feeling each other out uh to to judge each one's genuine interest uh or genuine nature yeah. in, in the in the quest or in or just in the situation, you know.
0: Ryan, this makes me think of your question of um what do you think her actual background is? And I feel like when they finally get to this point they're they're expressing who they actually are and she comes off as kind of lonely you know and i wonder why she is so lonely she's so independent you know and proud of it Mm -hmm. but then it's like she doesn't want him to leave you know and i just wonder if what what part of her real life makes her act that way you know will
1: you will you elaborate on that because that's it that's kind of an interesting it is very interesting
0: well i mean i don't know how much i can elaborate on it but you know she. She steps in front of him and just completely breaks down all of her barriers, which she built up and took so much time, to, you know, like coming across as this theatrical kind of person with taking off the Ray-Bans. And everything. Then all of a sudden, she's a real human who's very vulnerable and it's scary for her and she's excited and energetic and she doesn't want him to leave, you know, she's just a lonely person. So
1: do you think that's, do you think that's just encountering another person or do you think it's digging him or she's like impressed by the fact that, you know, the, she's met somebody who, you know, I mean, like, really, when if you think about it, for as long as Gunters have been looking for the egg or, or the first key, right? If you're standing in the same room as somebody and you had no idea who they are, right? You just run into them in the one fucking instance of this thing in the entire Oasis, which is a universe wide. Like, you're standing in front of somebody who is a true intellectual.
3: Yeah. I think the loneliness is like um, that early Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie bit, where you have two people that are really, at the time, at the height of their careers, incredibly popular, really kind of untouchable because of the popularity, the position of popularity they're in. And then to be able to find each other and recognize, God, you know, not only is this a peer that's obviously equal to me, but not a bad person. Holy shit, somebody I can talk to. And to keep all of this shit secret to begin with, to have to hold all of this in and to finally have somebody to actually talk about it with that's, mm-hmm. you know, she wouldn't have that. And neither really has Parcival. He kind of has with H, but I don't know that she has an age that's never introduced into the book. That's well, a good you, know, point.
2: you know, Wade is a fairly lonely guy outside of the oasis. I'd say most people. Yeah. So um, that that's the, that's the thing that I thought of when, when you mentioned loneliness is, are the the Gunter's at this point five years into the hunt? Are the Gunter's that are this dedicated, that lonely outside of the oasis. Obviously, Parzival has H and the basement and everything where he uh, Artemis has her blog. But outside of the oasis, are they lonely enough to dedicate themselves to the hunt to that extreme?
3: I'd say if you weren't, then you are part of a a um what is it? What is it? Corporation. What the fuck is the group. <laughs>
1: It's a harem, is what you. No, where
3: the Gunters come together and play a clan. Yeah, ICP Thanks. festival. I was gonna say clan, but was it? Did they call it a clan in the book?
2: <laughs> juggalos, juggalos, juggalos. Okay. Juggalimutus. You, jugg- you could, if you were just started with face paint, I would. Yeah, I yeah. would have understood. Yeah. Kankakee, Illinois. God.
1: You make a very interesting point there, though. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, like, but it it calls the question to me, and you know another point which is you know why what's motivating them i don't think loneliness was what was motivating wade even though up to this point in the book you kind of feel like it's part of it or like a search for meaning but i don't know that that's really what it was i don't think it was because he was lonely or anything like that i think he was searching for a way out
2: yeah
0: of loneliness yeah. But I, i'm just
2: saying like loneliness is it might be might be a quality that the diehard gunters at this point uh, embodied. Yeah, sure. Or or the
1: world I mean it, it, at this point if you think about it I mean if everybody's been living in this simulation for how many years now I mean it was going on before you know since he was a kid so we're right. talking about you know close to you know like close to 20 years, years yeah you surely,
0: know, close, surely the close oasis is a treat for Lil and this whole hunt could be a distraction you know and maybe he doesn't realize that but when he meets Artemis, Artemis might be another way to relieve that loneliness in the hunt.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I mean he talks about that when he meets H. When you when we meet H, one of the things he talks about pretty heavily is the fact that, you know, I never had a friend, but now I have a friend. And it's because we met you know Via the on hunt. this topic. Or or, yeah. or you know, I mean, we had this common ground. So it's like it's an entry point for a conversation. Yeah, here there is no entry point. I mean, here he's he's forced into this situation. It's fortunate for him that he actually knows who she is because if he didn't know who she was, he probably would have insulted her. Uh
2: Basically. I don't know if he would have insulted her. He was pretty intimidated by her her appearance. And she he was. was only level 10, just reached level 10 <laughs> by the tomb of horrors. Uh I think he was cautious cuz he he was worried at first is this a PVP zone and is she going to slaughter me is she right. going to take the key uh which he says you know he real or he finds out later that it's non-transferable blah 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 but he was worried that like uh oh I've got the key she can she can take my ass out in 2 seconds yeah I've, right. i have no
0: business being here <laughs> i'm just going right. to skip out of here really quickly
2: <laughs> yeah he, Run! he he thought about running
0: <laughs> don't, yeah. don't pay attention to I me mean, <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh-hoo>. I that <I laughs> <said> over there <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know it, amongst your tech and geeky and, and nerdy fields it always feels when you got a number of individuals that come together over a particular topic where knowledge is the is, the, uh, is this the pecking order you know where you have individuals that kind of come together and they start to come kind of compete when you reach a place like this you don't have to do that it's nice to actually talk with somebody that is a peer in the things that you know without having to kind of do the sword play in so advance,
1: yeah, I have this i when i read when I read it and this is this is this actually kind of came to me through like you know i think probably like on my third read through I started reading it this way but it's 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 really kind of interesting, like you've heard of the concept of like old old money versus new money right. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that Artemis is a fucking millionaire. Okay? But she's a level 52, so clearly she's been decently funded. You know, whether that's through her blog. I mean, like she's obviously earned it. You know, what I mean but but she's level 52. It takes a while, clearly. I mean, if if Wade's level 3, he goes up 7 levels doing something that nobody in the fucking world could do but her and he only goes up to level 10 get to level 52 has got to be pretty impressive through regular gameplay. Right. So
3: it's and schooling.
1: It's it's to me, it's, it's like this old money, new money kind of thing, right? Where, Mm -hmm. where, you know, she's sort of old hat. She was decently funded. So she, she's not wanting in the same way that Wade is. It seems to me, and I may be reaching a bit there, but that's never really clarified throughout the book. But Wade is sort of this new money characters in, in terms of having the success of being this, you know, the, the person that finds the copper key and everything like that. I mean, yeah. shit, he's level 10, she's level 52. So to her, this kind of encounter, I mean, she's, she's encountered, I'm sure several other gunters, several of the guys who have looked at her starry eyed, none of them have found the key. And then here's Wade. He, he finds his way into the situation there's when you're the new money character in a new money old money situation, you know. I mean, there's there's sort of this this pride that goes along with it, and you know, I've earned my way. I'm I'm the you know, I found my yeah. way here. But then there's also this intimidation about it, which is, do I really deserve to be here? And I saw that dichotomy in the conversation between the two of them, and I thought that was really okay. interesting too. Cause I, I like, you can feel his, his sort of his ego wavering a little. Yeah. It Does that make seems, sense?
2: He's, he's holding back his pride. Right. You know, in his responses, he's like, well, you know, she, re- she says such and such, and I feel pretty proud about what I've done, but I can't respond that way. So I got to hide that a little bit. Well,
1: um, that's self-preservation too. Like we were saying, but right, I think, but I think the underlying his thing immediate response
3: like,
2: is yeah.
1: pride.
3: You say old money, new money, but he basically just went through the dollar store of armor and equipment. Oh, fuck <laughs> yeah. Which was a level. And then he meets up with her, and she's you know she kind of eyes him up and down and goes, look, I know that you got this shit from in here, okay? I really, honestly, what I'm, I was thinking was, yeah. no money, old money. I was expecting her to say, Parcival, draw me like you draw the French women. <laughs> <laughs> It would be yeah. It would be like it, it.
1: would be like winning the fucking lottery and buying the most expensive pair of Lee dungarees they sell at the fucking Walmart.
3: But even even so, like the amount of money that he's got and the stuff he's got isn't like if if he's winning the lottery, this is like coming out of the gas station having won two grand. Yeah, he while be she has his a million. Exactly. Yeah, and he's like, I earned this two grand, and she's like, okay. Yeah. So what? <laughs> Motherfucker. Like, I'm here, too. And these dungarees
2: are comfy. You're still wearing airwalks. <laughs>
0: <gasps> so, real quick, Ryan, I wanted to mention, too, I also noticed that she mentioned, or he mentions that she must have an expensive rig because you can see, and, you know, he probably just had the basic, like, you know, oh, I, I'm yeah. in Skyrim, and I'm talking to you, and I'm moving my mouth kind of deal, but right, she could actually bless yeah. and all of this stuff, and I was, like, and again, it made me think of her backstory. I was like, who is she? She has money. She's in high school, so she probably hasn't earned much of that money on her own. And I'm I'm just thinking, like, she's just kind of this neglected daughter in a, you know, in a bedroom kind of deal. It's
1: it's fucking Molly Ringwald, man.
0: <laughs> it is. It's yeah. fucking
1: Molly Ringwald. Yeah.
3: With a
2: bobcat. In cut? every movie.
1: Well, except for if,
2: Pretty Pink, She was pretty yeah, poor in that a movie. Sure. Lot. Why not? And, uh. Sci-fi and shit.
0: Not Pretty in Pink Molly Ringwall. Not they, Pretty in Pink. No, because like that Club
3: Molly Ring would have got if with she were into sci-fi. <laughs> okay? <laughs> that shit would have ended <laughs> like that. That's how it was supposed
2: to be. They
0: would have had nine children. What's they would have been beautiful.
2: Shit, that was I wasn't going to go that far. Not with a name like Ducky. Well, yeah. maybe.
0: Ducky Jr. Ducky Jr. <laughs> D- Duckling. Oh.
1: <laughs> Fucking John Cryer the paramount of his career is being Charlie Sheen's shitty little brother. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, unfortunate. CBS well, and Isn't then
2: it? Ashton Kutcher's. Like the coolest. Whatever. Right. I don't know what the hell Ashton Kutcher was on that show.
3: Like the coolest guys from your childhood just end up growing up into just whoa, whoa, adulting. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know. Well, if Ducky was maybe ever hey, the what about guy the guy the the When a guy goes great. into a record shop and to schmooze the ladies Lip sinks to Otis Redding while dancing. Uh, that's charming how, that's not as fuck. Chris, that, that, that's how about mind blowing? That's almost
2: that's almost
3: loser esque. That's charming man. as fuck, man. Oh my god. Like no. I, I'm I'm like writing notes on those kind of moves. I, I'd never that's have done that. It's freaking awesome. I'd never I have don't done think that. Anyone that has. Charming. <laughs> how could how could that not impress everyone the two ladies at the front?
2: Uh try it.
3: I don't All know. Right. Well, I kind of feel to <laughs> now and try. That's it. not going to come out well. You <laughs> exactly. know, for me, it's going to be more like maybe exactly. if I lip synced Meatloaf. Uh, it's I don't. Th-
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no better. That's no better.
3: I would do what? anything
2: for love. You know. Yeah,
0: don't do that. Right. <laughs> People would like, walk no. out.
2: <laughs> or it would either be people walking out or people raising their phones to record this bullshit. I'm hoping for the right slow like, I Would if, if this? If I won the lot, just
1: for the record, I wanted it to be. I wanted, I wanted to fucking go down in stone. Podcast listeners, anybody who's listening to this, fucking make sure this goes public, John. This part. If I ever win the lottery, I will pay a million fucking dollars to record you doing the entire Bat Out of Hell album.
3: I, who me? Yes, you. Yeah. Fucking done. Where?
1: <laughs> well, you gotta wait right till I win the lottery.
3: Okay. All right. All right. A million.
1: Bucks. Yeah, are you? Yes. Are you Christ, paying Chris?
0: Or are you gonna like give it to charity? No,
3: I would give it to Chris.
0: Okay. Because that's the only yeah.
1: way you would do it. What about all that's those dogs?
3: <laughs> and I might give a. Uh, I might give some to charity.
1: It is endearing. No, I, I always thought Ducky
2: was a very endearing character. Very. No, sincere. I thought it was cool. I didn't think he was the bee's knees, though. Here's like the Chris thing. Did. Here's the thing. Here's the thing.
1: H is. H's who H's, right? I mean, you take a look at these characters and move, like I'm trying to think of one like John Bender was fucking John Bender in Breakfast. You know what I mean? Ferris Bueller was fucking Ferris Bueller in Ferris Bueller's yeah. Day Off. Yeah. Ducky was fucking Ducky. And whether you think that's cool or endearing or not, he didn't care. He was sincere though. And Yes, but you don't put get that. three lot. of them
2: in a room together and Ducky's the least coolest out of them. The least, least coolest? Oh, I don't know.
1: Try it again. <laughs> you can edit that one. Out.
2: Yeah how is how is the least cool? The less cool. The, the, the less the, least cool. The less cool. Ooh, the, out coolest. Of the, coolest. Least. the coolest.
0: The uh,
2: Cool no, least. Zero no. cool. The other two are cooler back, than Ducky. Delete That's all. Them. all. <laughs> I'll say that. The the you put the three of them in a room together, and the other two are cooler than Ducky.
3: I think you could replace. Ferris Bueller with Ducky's character in Ferris Bueller, and that would work. Like I yeah. think he would come off cool he would. as Ducky in that movie because they put him on that pedestal. Just because they didn't put him on that That's pedestal in Pretty in Pink.
0: I felt that That's way good. about like Napoleon Dynamite. I know some people hate that movie, but whenever he dances in front of the entire school and everyone flips their shit, I'm like, yeah, that guy is the best person in the entire world. Yes. That's how so I feel. Ducky. Yeah, he was Ducky at the moment. He's like, I don't give a shit.
1: Yeah, it's situational. I mean, it's uh, here's the thing: Ducky is the guy who everybody fucking laughs at in high school. Goes off to make a million dollars. Is the most lovable fucking person in the world. You know? I mean, like, like, like it's it's just a it's it's a mix of circumstances. Like, it, like, like dude, think about it, 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 in it this way: Michelle's like high school thank reunion. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I was a, gonna yes. say that. Yes. Yes.
0: I love like, that Like, I'm guy. 34
1: years old. If I turned on, like, if I went into the kitchen tonight and, you know, in, in, like, my wife was on her way to get a drink and I put on Otis Redding and I started, like, trying to dance with her, she would think it was charming as shit. Now, if I did that when I first met her, she would think I was creepy and would never want to talk
2: to me again.
0: I want to have her on here. And my wife? Yeah. <laughs> if
2: I did that, if I did that, my wife would ask me how drunk I'm not so, going to.
0: So to break
1: the to break the tension, and this is a, this is again talking about endearing. This is an endearing part of the book because we've got we've got Artemis, we've got Parzival meeting each other for the first time, and what do they do? This is this is sort of a telling part of their relationship. I think as the book goes on, how do they break the tension? They both start quoting the same movie, right? And that's that's sort of a you know a kitschy but. But but yeah. endearing part, like you know, I mean, like you would expect that that's how two people, you know, I that's mean, how you met your seems first very love.
2: Different.
0: Yeah, yeah. You reference something that you both love, and you bond over it. Yeah.
1: Right. I mean, like you know, I mean, like when I met my wife, I think the first thing that we talked about, uh, we we met at a party, and I think the first thing we talked about was Frank Lloyd Wright. We we kind of bonded over that. I guess in this world you can bond over Highlander, or in any world really. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: No, I don't recommend it. It did not go well. <laughs> Couple of words. Is
1: that is that how you and Grant,
0: <laughs> Couple of words were said that I don't feel good about. Okay. I guess that's well, better. Well, now you've got a
1: story you got to tell. No.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Islander was not our first conversation.
3: Really? You didn't look at him and say, who the hell are you? Ah, man. His response was... I one, I'm one Sanchez Villagos Ramirez. Ramirez. <laughs> yeah. At your service.
0: Sean Connery.
2: Sean no, Connery. no. Don't do it. Oh, oh she's so already there. Yeah. <laughs> he
0: can actually do it, too. So. wish I
2: had a wall right here so I could head it.
3: <laughs> That's what your mother said, John. <laughs> she banged it all night. God boom, damn it, Chris. Boom. He's
0: just shaking his head. Are you all head? right? Is
3: that just it's that a, hurt a bad
2: impression <laughs> no let's just wait let's wait two minutes let the Sean Connery <laughs> work itself out oh
0: I think I'm banned <laughs> everything or oh, is that Sean
3: you want me to work it out this is fucking
0: crazy uh... stop
1: <laughs> I've got something serious to say folks just listen to me I don't know why that was Jimmy Stewart and Sean Connery talking. Yeah. It was. Sorry, I apologize. Oh, Mary. no, no, no. I was
2: just I was just imagining sticking this knife, knife straight up yeah. and slowly pressing my eye. I was just imagining what Winston.
1: it would feel like if I put a pencil like this and just slam my fucking head down.
0: Uh, So what do you all think about her little avatar? All of the, the craziness of her avatar and... You know, and what do you what do you think she's trying to do there with her armor and her elvish sword and the blaster can the
1: <laughs> blaster pistols blaster
0: pistols? Yes.
1: I, to be honest with you, like I, and maybe this is just because I'm shallow about it, but like I, I just thought it was sort of a compilation of the shit she was interested in.
2: I agree. I That's am. exactly how I. I mean, because because he says she comes as she's like a somewhat stocky female coming into the room. And then she's got the sword and the blaster pistols. I, I don't feel like she's hiding anything or she's I, pretending to be anything that she doesn't feel inside.
0: Chris, what do you think? I
3: Think that uh, I, I agree with them. I think that what she's done is she's kind of gone into the world, and she has created her avatar based on the stuff that she's interested in. Like it's not one thing or another. And I, we can't, I can't reflect on how. Do That's, it. No, because it. it's going to dip into other chapters. I know. Future chapters. Are you saying don't do it? I'm not going to. Yeah. Uh, but but it's it's her in the sense that it's an amalgamation of the stuff that she likes from a number of places, and it comes together as her own style. Mm-hmm. Now, the way that she comes off is very much like a caricature. She pulls the glasses up, looks him up and down. The glasses don't do anything for you in the game. This is a Emotion. This is a symbolic gesture of contempt. For so him do you think it's? Do you think it's, like, you
2: think it's like? Do you think it's? like a self
1: consciousness thing at that point, or do you? I think, think that's
2: um, an, an intimidation factor. You, so you think it's posturing? Yeah, yeah. Just the I'm going to raise the glasses, show who the. I know she's female, but the alpha male in the room is. I think you hit you it know.
0: there, and that's what I was trying to get at, because I like playing games too, and like in Skyrim, I'm a dark elf with red eyes. I've got a scar across my face. I have a huge orc hammer. You know what I mean? I am a I'm a dork. Badass. Honestly. Yeah, but I want to come badass. off as a fucking badass. I don't want to come yeah. off yeah. as a girly girl, and I think she is making an impression that right. like, this, take me seriously. And This is her I, level I of I badass Yeah. I identified with that for sure.
1: See, and, the, and that's interesting too, because like, like, I almost I don't know. Like it, it's 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 odd to think about
2: it that way. I, I felt I honestly from the very get go, I felt like she could hold her own. Oh yeah, especially against Parzival. I just assumed she could. Yeah, but as she, but as the chapter goes on, you see that unfold a little bit. Sheds a little bit of that persona. Yeah. Um, but see, she still it, doesn't. Like, she and, still and doesn't seem fake in any way. The way that I read that though.
1: The way that I read that was that she was becoming more natural because she was like, Oh, I can let my dar- my guard down a little bit. Right. Exactly. Right. You're not right. a threat.
0: Exactly. Like it's almost her <laughs> alter 10. ego, you know, or not even yeah. alter ego, but like an embellishment of, you know, all of the strength that she portrays, and then she can kind of drop her guard a little bit and be herself. Right. But right off the bat, she's gotta act tough, you know? I, right. I, I get that.
1: It's so That's straight, like for for some reason that is just
0: it's blowing like that your
1: mind. Not,
2: uh, yeah, it is blowing his <laughs> mind because he's been speechless for the past five minutes.
1: Well, no, like it's 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 not that like it's not that it's so far from my realm of understanding that I don't
2: no no like no dots. But right. it's
1: just like it's it's like anything that you read, like you read it in one, you read it in in your own tone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the way that I've always read her character is that, like, in and I don't want to get too far into this because I don't want to spoil the rest of the book, but like, I don't feel like she ever really loses that confidence, if that makes well, any sense.
2: Well, I, um, I don't think that I, you have to lose confidence. You're going to bring up the
1: rest of the chapter.
2: No. No, no I'm talking to John. Oh, okay. Well, uh, no, no, no. I was actually going to ask, like, for the three of us, we read it from Parsival's. book. Right. But did you read it from her point of view, in a way?
0: This time around, I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because again, Ryan asked me the perspective, and I was like, okay, what is she trying to do, and could I see being in her and why she would act certain ways? And it's almost it's a roller coaster of different personalities, and it's hard to follow them. And then it, I've come to realize who she is. You know, she's really just this you know girl who'd be liked and talked to.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I think this 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 chapter would definitely be. I think this de- chapter would definitely be interesting to read multiple times from point of view yeah
1: and the interesting thing is like like by your description right there i mean if you think about it and we're we're given the privilege of 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 the perspective of the narrator that's almost exactly what wade's doing yeah Yeah. it worked Mm -hmm. yeah i mean he well i mean he's he's doing the same thing so there's not there's not a huge departure character like gender wise yeah, what I'm saying is like, like the ease... inner
2: monologue.
1: Exactly, yeah. exactly, and like, like I think that's something that ties the two of them together. Maybe like I don't, you know, it would be, inter- it would
2: be- really be interesting to to read this with her inner monologue. Yeah, like, I'd be
3: curious. I'd like to see a book
2: from her perspective.
0: Exactly, I'd love to know yes. her background and everything. I want like a fan fiction you know, novel to be written about. What-
1: well, that's kind of why I'm hoping that it's based around his wife because she's actually a pretty decent writer maybe she would
3: approach it from her
1: exactly yeah Yeah. that would be pretty interesting it would
2: be i mean i'm only nine chapters in but and this is the only chapter that i really have of artemis but it's so it's so interesting how their uh interaction is throughout this chapter and how it develops from the beginning of the chapter to the end of the chapter let's Uh, let's
1: take stock here OK, we've we've gone through we've gone through nine chapters of this book. OK, we're not even halfway through yet, but no this one is heard. one of the longer chapters we've had so far. Yeah. Page wise.
0: Yes.
3: It's pretty long. It didn't feel that way. It's, when I was
1: reading. It. Yeah, I it felt really short.
0: actually. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like 13 pages. Wow.
3: And there are some chapters that have been like four pages.
2: Exactly. <laughs> not not necessarily pages. But, no, yeah, we've we've have had no. four-page chapters.
0: Four mm. pages, John? Are you killing yourself just having to read one of these? Books? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I actually,
2: did, I this is going to be cut. I'm going to place a cut edit point. Clap, cut. Uh, I read this chapter today. Okay, for the first time. So he does And then it. I, re- I read it twice, <laughs> just because but it was read, something I, to read. <laughs> no, it's just because it, we had to record I tonight. I feel like my. The whole my perspective on this podcast is the now, the yeah. this this is Ryan and Chris know what happens and I and I give them credit for trying to stay within the confines of the chapter, but I have to it, it is hard it's because hard. I have to stop you guys. Not that I have to stop you, but you guys yeah. both stop yourselves. Like I want to say something, but I can't. Me. I have to say, don't da, 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 no, don't say anything. I only know this right now, yeah. And I that that's the only thing I like. I and I think it, the, what it brings out in the in the discussion, uh, is uh, uh it just adds quality to the conversation. It's focused. Yeah, yeah. I it's it's nice that I feel like we 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 delve into certain things, and some of it's unintentional, but we delve into certain things that maybe aren't necessarily thought of if you've read the book and in its entirety, which is why I think the the podcast is somewhat successful. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it, being in high school and being in an English class and you're following just a few chapters and I was the dork. I read a few chapters ahead. But then I have to yeah. go back and you're you're just examining just a couple chapters at a time. So you can really pick apart like the symbolism and all these things that you miss Because you're so yeah. excited about the hunt and just the puzzle. Yeah, well, and there's certain out.
2: points in each chapter that might be overlooked when you read it just one time all the way through. Uh, and I and I really think that, especially this chapter, the interaction between Artemis and Wade, uh, the way it, it starts and the way it ends tells, uh, in itself, tells a, an entire story. Uh, I love which I've, if you read Diamond. it all the way through. I mean, if you read if you read on to chapter ten, you're probably not thinking a whole lot about how that conversation developed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're on to the next certain level. Qualities, yeah, but there are certain qualities of that conversation that I've discussed in the hour and a half <laughs> so far. Yeah, uh, but there's certain there's certain points in that conversation or just appearance, like judging each other, that uh, kind, uh, just bring out a, a different level uh in the story after what what
1: what can only be described is a uh back and forth between two starstruck lovers uh, or not who knows at
3: least on one side i don't even know yeah. how to
1: transition to yeah. this fucking part very
0: clearly on one side
1: let me ask you this did you did, were you never in a situation where you met somebody that you had never talked to before you were very smitten with them and at the end of the conversation you didn't say to yourself I think that showed a little bit, and I might have been
0: creepy. Yeah, but a, a little bit. Everybody has. Yeah, a little bit though. Everybody. Has. And, and again, I'd like to I mean, call
3: Grant into the conversation at this point. Oh, <laughs> it's like it's like fun walking up to your favorite movie, music star, your favorite artist, and and bumping into them, and then trying to act like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna oh, play cool. Uh, yeah, like, no, actually, I
2: I'm,
0: I that I can understand. I'll
2: say just being from a, a somewhat. Small music background, uh, you and occasionally encounter people. Oh, that we had that those, those moments, uh, we had those fun moments, and there's, moments. there's, and I mean, to this day, I still think idiot, yeah, to them,
0: probably.
1: But that's that's the perfect correlation with this chapter, though, because yeah. Wade is a fan of Artemis,
0: okay? So if he's i trying,
2: did, trying to play to it off, like, like he's a oh, fan of Artemis. yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Then okay. To go back to my original creeped out statement. Okay. If I think about it as a fan to a musician, I understand it. But if it is just a guy and a girl, it just seemed like it escalated quickly. And I know he's been collecting photos in a folder. creepy. But (laughs) I don't know. It's just he. he, John knew where he was from.
2: (laughs) Yeah. No. Well, (laughs) I knew knew he was from (laughs) Texas. I knew he was from around Texas. But no, regarding this chapter and Wade and Artemis, like I know he's kind of smitten over Artemis, but it's he doesn't go, he doesn't get creepy over it. No, he's like, we I, recognize yeah, well, I recognize you. Yeah, I recognize you. There's the part.
1: There's the part where he's he's almost going chapter and verse on her blog
0: post. Yeah, like so I they, see
1: where she's coming from.
0: Here's the exact date I have them memorized. In my I folder. Had to,
1: I had to. T- I had to not say the specific date, so I didn't sound creepy. Like, like a creepy right. guy. Right. <laughs>
2: yeah. He's like literally he at this point. He doesn't really reference other blog posts other than hers.
1: Now, I I want to say this because I feel like it's important to say, okay, that the fine line between creepy and not is 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 hard to is hard to locate.
0: I think it's an R word because (laughs) here's
1: the reason right? it's a mustache. I'm like, if you're a teen girl and you're listening to this podcast and a guy walks up to you at a party, he's like, I remember when you tweeted this in 20, you know, 2016 on May the 25th, like don't trust that. He's just like a guy with a good memory. That could be a really good dude. Yeah. Like it could be fucking dangerous. You don't know. Now, if you've got a simulation between the two of you, in, in several thousand miles, presumably,
0: still creepy, but not as still bad. creepy, but no,
1: fine. No, fine. Reading you've that a barrier,
2: from, reading that from his perspective, you get the like some small obsession over it. Yeah. Now, reading that from her. Perspective. I don't know if you catch on to that.
1: Yeah, well, reading reading Jeffrey Dahmer's story from his perspective, it's like, yeah, he's charming sometimes, but he still
2: eats people. No, no, no. I know. I'm just saying, like, trying <laughs> to scale back a little bit as he's just because he's obsessed with their blog. Like, that was we were good. Just Make sure talking, you keep that in. You that can was be good. Obsessed I, you with you guys didn't laugh like
1: I thought you should, but no, no, I, no, I, no. I
0: laughed.
2: I'm trying. <laughs> Like you can be obsessed with their band, but like try to like scale back. Like, Hey, I think you're an amazing songwriter. Everything. Every fucking word that you write is amazing. and melts me to my bone. That's not what he's saying. He's, he's, he's kind of just, he's, he's taken back by it, but he's trying to, I don't know if he's necessary. He's not trying to play it cool. He's just trying to play it straight. If you know what I'm saying? Like he's, he's, it's almost like I want to display no emotion here.
1: He's certainly not stoned, not like Hippie Johnny. <laughs> He's straight. It's
2: Modern Lovers. Sorry. Okay, yeah, no, I don't get that reference. Yes, but I'm do. just saying, okay, no, I think, Modern I think, Lovers, I don't get the reference. I but I'm just Chris, saying, like, he doesn't want to display an emotion towards him meeting her. Chris needs to be like, the voice oh, of reason right now. Hey, <laughs> hey, this is, that's you, this is me. Where where this is our us crossing paths where it means much more to him than he's giving off, you know what I mean the encounter <laughs> itself is meaning more to him than he's giving off i
3: I think it's it's
2: fandom, and I think like if if you're a musician and you've
3: got fans, you accept that you put your life out there people you've got pictures there are people know shit about your mom and where your brother and sister live, and they're following everyone that's in your Ecosphere. But she's not I mean, acting like that. No, 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 no. That's not, I'm That's, not like I'm that. yeah. That's not what I'm getting at. That's not what I'm getting at. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about Parzival. So I think there's that level where, you know, it's different when somebody comes to you and you're at the same level versus when you come to like a rock star and you know everything about them and now you're a fan. And then you have that, oh, well, it's not creepy. It's just, eh, it's a fan. And the fan is of a slightly lower level, even though they might know all kinds of shit about you. But somebody that's at your level, like to have two musicians that are really high and then they meet and then they admire each other and they've kind of been following each other, it's mutually yeah. flattering. And here but she that's is. The
2: interesting part part about it is the fact that, like, he's looking up to her in a way, but yet he's above her in his progress in the hunt.
3: Well. And well, that is not, the reason that's why. True, that's the reason why I think that he gets her respect as well. She recognizes here is this guy I don't know anything about, but he's here. Yeah, and he beat a Sararac, or or he faced him and got away at a level ten. Yeah, somehow because uh, at
2: first she doesn't know. Like, yeah, okay, know did you her. defeat him in joust? We'll get to or that Did eventually. you fight him? Because so, he, because he says because he says he because he says he lost, and then. And then she looks behind him and like, oh, wow, he's he's on the ground like she's, you obviously defeat defeated him. somehow. she's
3: meeting an under the radar equal. Yeah. So you have it's almost like two artists meeting and having mutual respect. And that's how I read this. And eventually, very quickly, when their facades break and they get kind of real with each other, that's when she's like, I'm sorry for calling you a dream. He's like, well, to be honest, I've kind of been a fan of yours. And doesn't yeah. get like real deep, just kind of like I'm an admirer. It was sweet yeah.
0: and enduring, yeah, I thought so, yeah,
3: but you know he admittedly didn't let her know
0: the level
2: yeah uh, the they level of, were brought yeah. to the same level yeah. by the end of the chapter it's
1: yeah a, it's a, it's a relation point, you know I mean like like how well can you relate to the person you know i mean like if you think about it, Wade's been brought in at a disadvantage. And it's an even further disadvantage because he's brought in with the advantage of having reached that point. So like I was saying before, he's got the confidence to go into that situation and actually speak up. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's like, it's, I can't remember the fucking quote, but it's like, you know, you're always the star of your own movie. So like, like the way that you picture other people is through this fucking lens
3: it's through your lens, yeah.
1: It's through yeah. your own lens. Sure. So, like, you can see all your own shit, but you don't see theirs. Like, yeah. you have to understand, like, he's just meeting her. You know I mean? like Yeah. Like, so, Which so again, he's got these rose-colored glasses as far as, as she's concerned, but he's got his whole history to deal with going into that conversation. Yeah. Which, so it's again, a point of would rela- be... Like, they have something to relate upon at that point, but she's bringing that into this conversation, too. And I think that's the reason that this conversation is so interesting is because it's both of them kind of fighting that point, like like to her and and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but she almost looks at him like "Fuck, you know I mean like like to him, it's like you're level fifty two you're a blogger, you're accomplished, and of course you're here, like damn, it's almost yeah. not surprising I mean he doesn't even seem that surprised that it's her at the very yeah. beginning.
2: Again, that's For her. That's, she
1: seems kind of surprised. That's the intrigue and
2: behind her perspective right. of this. And, and, chapter. And, and exactly. Is that like, it she looks at him and she's it. like, Fuck, man, from you're that nobody. Initial, How did you end up here? Yeah. From that initial line, who the hell are you? means yeah. so much more from her perspective than it does from his. I just, just from his, he's like, "Well, I just won the copper key. This is great. I know where I'm going." Well, turns around and, "Oh fuck, what is this?" To her, like, "I've spent five weeks in this." But keep it like keep him pursuing this this quest. Keep in and mind, their levels and you names look, are hidden. At the well, very yeah, beginning. but but he so, does not appear. He does not appear to be as of equal level, right? And she, she can, can tell that right. Right off right. the bat. She can like, tell you that right not loose of what
1: he's wearing. Yeah.
2: Because he says, Well, I had a I had a bunch of hit points. She she sees through that BS. You know? Like, n- n- no, you didn't. <laughs> like, you're you're you have the sh- all of the shit that you have equipped right now is the stuff that you have t- obtained through the Tomb of Wars. I, I so, borrowed
1: my grandfather's Mercedes to take you to the prom. I, I don't right. own a Mercedes.
2: Right. So she knows that he's not a very high level. All he has his uh his name hidden uh and everything. But she knows I'm superior to you in level when she sees him. Aldis I really
0: is- <laughs> I know. I really identified with him whenever he said he put himself in third person view so that he could check out his new like, yes. You know what I mean? I was like, I do that all the time in Skyrim.
2: Oh, damn! I look RPGs? good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Damn! I oh, look yeah. good. Yeah. Anytime you equip something that you think like, oh, this has got to look yes. cool to somebody else, yes. but, and you then you go to third person, it's like, oh yeah. Yeah. Just a slow <laughs> spin. <laughs> you know, you're
0: like, damn, I look good.
2: <laughs> yeah. Damn, I look good.
1: Jesus fucking Christ. What and- is a
0: Sarirak? Sarahak
3: is the demilich.
0: Sarahak.
1: Sarahak. Oh,
0: I'd, like
3: I'd like a side of sweet tea with the <laughs> Sarahak, please.
0: I just I imagine Skeletor like a Skeletor's evil kind of cobra with ruby eyes. Yeah, Cobra grandfather. Every
1: whoa, whoa, time whoa. he cobra talked, the I, movie. No, Cobra. No, not Not the movie starring. Uh, oh, fucking Sylvester Ray-back. Stallone. No,
0: not no. a movie. God,
2: never. <laughs> I'm gonna take it back. Not you that, take Cobra. another step, I'm gonna blow this place up. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't shop
1: here. <laughs> I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Cobra
2: Commander. Okay. From from GI Joe. Are we talking about anything? Ready Player One.
0: Yes, we were. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm just asking because I'm going to take a piss if we're not talking oh about it. Go pee now. Go pee now. We're going to phase back in and
1: then you can join the conversation.
0: This concludes part one of chapter nine. Part two will be out as soon as they put the seat down and wash their hands. We are on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and everywhere quality podcasts can be found. If you want my body and you think I'm sexy, come on, sugar. Let me know by rating this podcast on iTunes. allow myself
2: to (laughs) To introduce introduce myself myself. (laughs) my name is richie cunningham and this is my wife oprah (laughs) christ I had this all planned
1: out. I've got it written down right in front of me. It's like first start
0: sobbing slowly. <laughs> and this is the good part. I
2: also like to live dangerous. I suggest you hit, sir. <laughs>